Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Girls are players, too. And I don't usually do the intro to this, so it feels really, really weird. But I am without Boogie again today because she is at college living her best life. So it's just me. But I am so fortunate to have two of the coolest guest hosts on the show today. I have Erin Haynes and Erica Haynes. Hey, Erin. Hey, Erica. How are y'all doing? Hello. Doing good. Awesome. So I have known these two crazy kids, and I say kids because, yes, <laughs> Erica, you are a kid, too. For I'm 40. Thank you very much. <laughs> for like 10 years the kids used to dance together um we've worked together for at two different places um and that has just grown into a friendship um over the years so the reason why I have y'all on even though I love you to death Erica is because Aaron is a rock star he has become (laughs) the actor of the family um Amaya is the dancer and the cook. Aaron is the actor. So, Aaron, we're going to grill you for a little bit. Um, I hate (laughs) that Brooklyn's not here because from what I hear from your mom, you like to listen to our podcast and you like to talk back to us while you're listening. And there's probably some grief you'd like to give Brooklyn. So, um, feel free to roast her at any point because she can't talk back to you today. Um, and then we're for sure going to have you on again. And we'll have you all do some like head-to-head something like trivia. That, I think that would be kind of fun. Um, I have a feeling you'd probably beat her. But uh, tell us, Erin, how did you kind of get started in all of this? Was it, your mom kind of drag you along and, and suck you into it? But how did you get started in acting? And then I know you do a lot of print work for some uh, ads and commercials and things like that. I started when I was eight, when one of my mom's friends sent a picture of me to an agency. And then this person just called my mom and said, we need him now. Hey, I kind of remember when all this happened, because like it literally you took off like wildfire, like everybody that got your photo fell in love with you. (laughs) It's true. Do the girls at school? I mean, you started high school this year, right? Yeah. Are the girls just falling all over you? Do they, even, I mean, do they even know that you're in any of this stuff, for real? Not yet, but you're once just, they know. Once they know, they're just gonna they're gonna be carrying your know. books, right? Yep. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, what was the first thing that you got booked in? Was it a Dollar General ad? Was it? I honestly don't really remember. It might have been Dollar General. I remember yeah. there was, because he's been in Dollar General ads a couple of times, right? He's done two, maybe three different campaigns for them. But now that we're talking about it, was that the first thing you ever did? I feel I like that was the first thing. I feel like I yeah. got the Dollar General ad, it opened it up, and there stands Aaron. No, that was not the first thing you did. Please. It was a... It was um, Lewis, not Lewis. Oh, I'm going to miss their name. Lewis York. That's what it was. The nerds video. Oh, yeah. You weren't even signed yet. So we had gone to, so they called for his picture. 
then we went in for the interview and like we hadn't signed any paperwork or anything and they were like what are you doing this weekend wait what and next thing you know we were filming a video and that was the first thing he ever did so what's the favorite thing that you've been in favorite thing definitely the marvel shoot so for those of you who don't know tell it i get it wrong every time erin you were in the Disney Marvel show Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is that right? Or did I screw yep. that up? That's right? You got it right first oh, try. I win. I, I should win a prize. I give myself a prize. Um, tell us. And I mean, that that was crazy. I really can't believe there hasn't been a season two because that was such a good show. You were in that show. What's the dude's name? Ma- Mackie? Is that his name? What's his? I can't remember what the dude's name Anthony. is. Anthony. Anthony Mackie. Your mom had a crush on him. Did she drool on him? Did she ask for his autograph? Mama. I mean, how do you not have a crush on him? He's amazing. So I'm a haze. Thank you very much. Oh, really? Now, <laughs> so we did watch dolphins together, but I behaved. <laughs> Aaron, do you believe anything your mother says? Absolutely not. <laughs> I've lived with this lady for 14 years. I have never believed a word of it. <laughs> The truth is coming out. Tell us what it was like to film that. How long, how many episodes was that? And how long did it take to film all of that? I was in three episodes and it took them about two weeks to film the the episodes that I was in. And uh, y'all were in Atlanta. Is that right? Did you have to go to Atlanta for that? Yes, we went to Atlanta. And Savannah. Yeah. Oh, y'all had to go to two different places? Yes. And they, they, so, okay. Marvel is, of course, on a whole other level. And they tell us, like, where to be at what time. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I drive there expecting to be where I need to be. Oh, no, honey. They put us on a bus and then shuttled us to Savannah, Georgia. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I thought I was driving, but thank you very much for this ride. And the free Chick-fil-A, because they had Chick-fil-A as our, like, (laughs) breakfast that morning. So tell me about the cornbread. Which one of you wants to tell the cornbread story? (laughs) Aaron, do you even know the cornbread story? (laughs) What Do you know what happened? No, I don't know what happened. (laughs) Okay, so they were filming a scene, and it was supposed to be, like, a family party get-together kind of scene. And they were sitting at picnic tables eating, right? They were like outside at picnic tables. They were outside. It was like a party vibe. And seasoned actors know that if you're given food on set, you pretend to eat the food. Well, 10-year-old Aaron was given a plate of cornbread. Aaron loves cornbread. Loves cornbread. So they set the cornbread in front of him and dude is getting down. Like, he is thoroughly enjoying this cornbread. And so Anthony Mackie comes to me after the shoot and tells me, he's like, your son really likes cornbread. And I was like, wait, what? And they were like, they had to tell him to stop eating it because we didn't have any more to replace it. And he was, like, tearing it up. And there is a picture that they that was a promo picture of them sitting at the table, and you can see Aaron shoving the cornbread in his mouth. Do you remember eating the cornbread? Oh. I remember it vividly. I love that cornbread. <laughs> I could not hold myself back. They were probably like, what are we going to do if this kid eats all this cornbread? He's obviously hungry. 
<laughs> your mama not make you any cornbread, Aaron. Mm -mm. <laughs> Why are you lying right now? I'm not lying. I don't make cornbread. I'm telling the truth tonight. I don't make cornbread. Do you make it sweet though? You know how sometimes that cornbread is sweet. My mom Absolutely. used to make it. Mom, I don't. I can't make it like my mom made it, and she makes it where it's got just a smidge of like sweetness to it. Mm. Oh no, girl! I am a jiffy girl with the sugar in the jiffy. I'm gonna need is... for you to bring me some cornbread <laughs> next time I see you. <laughs> I got you, girl. So you were kind of known as the kid who touches the shield. What was it like to know that that kind of started trending and everybody was kind of talking about that scene and you were the kid in that scene? How did that feel? It was a little scary at first, knowing that everyone was sort of looking at me for a while, but then it felt amazing knowing that I started a trend in a Marvel show. Oh, yeah. And I, again, I think I said this a minute ago, I'm really surprised that there's not been another season of that because it was such a good show or like, like a, I thought maybe a movie would even spin off from that. Um, a movie did spin off. Well, why was Aaron not in it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he is the nephew. Was everybody on Agreed. the set pretty cool? I mean, was it, or were like, were there snooty people? Like, I mean, I guess like when you go to something like that, I don't ever know, like, are the people like super nice and it becomes like really fun or are the people snooty and they kind of turn it on and turn it off for the camera and don't really have anything to say? How, how was that environment? The people were great. Like, I quickly got used to them and having fun with them on set. Agreed. And I was so intimidated by, I mean, it's, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian, like these are huge names, and they're just like walking by us, like, hi, hello. But they were so sweet, and they really took Aaron like under their wing. And there was one day I'll never forget it. He was working on like a scene, and they kept giving his lines to the other little boy, and I could see Aaron's face kind of like drop, and he was kind of disappointed. You can tell that he was like frustrated that they were giving his lines to the other little boy, and Anthony kind of called him to the side, and he's like, dude, like, it's cool. Like, you're good. Like, just keep doing what you're doing, and, you know, it's going to be fine. And I was like, well, that was really sweet, because he is a huge actor, and here's my 10-year-old that's never done anything like this ever, and he's just, you know, taking him under his wing and been really sweet to him and made him feel better in that moment. Well, that's really cool that he he noticed, you know what I'm talking about? Like he could have been so self-consumed yes. in himself, but he was obviously pay, paying attention and wanted to be a mentor to Aaron or he wouldn't have done that. So that that says a lot for his character. Agreed. Do you like doing like because I think you've been in a couple of videos, correct? Like music videos. Yes, I've done one for Lewis York and Jack White. So between print work, videos, and like acting with like TV shows, movies, whatever it may be, what's your favorite? Definitely acting for TV shows. Yeah. Because like with music videos, you're still sort of acting, but like you can't really, people can't really hear your voice. But, but with acting on a TV show, People can actually see the character you're portraying and like understand the message you're trying to put out. So uh, to me, like if I think about if somebody gave me a script and said be in a 
go be in a show, you know, kind of make this your own character. Uh, I mean, it would be difficult, I think, but I think I could do it. But I think about like how young you are and how you were able to take a script, go into a show and make that character your own. How do you do that? Like, I'm amazed that, I mean, you see kids at such an early age like you acting and doing this and not intimidated by cameras or other actors. What was kind of your process of when you got that script and you knew who you had to be? How did you kind of turn that character into who you wanted it to be? My process was sort of just looking at the lines and seeing what kind of person the character was and portraying my vision of them in my mind. Like, say you're reading a book, for example, and you see this character that's like your favorite character ever. Like, acting out that character in real life is basically my process for that. Did you know anything about the character before you did this? I had no idea. No idea. (laughs) I'll be honest. I never watched a Marvel show until you came out. And the day that it dropped on Disney, I sat and watched it and loved it. And I was like, how have I never watched any Marvel shows? Like, this is really good. But I didn't know. They made fun of me on set because I hadn't watched any of the, like, movies. And they were like, you don't know what happened in Endgame? I'm like, no. I still haven't watched the movies. The only Marvel thing I've watched is this. And then I'm like, how have they not? This is, like, the best show ever. How did they not do anything else with it? And so then I just got mad and was like, I'm not watching anything else until they do. So (laughs) We're out of here. So your mom tells us, and and I've seen a few videos of your, I won't say they're your bloopers. They're more your mother's bloopers when she's trying to tape you for auditions. Tell me about the audition process and how it is having to deal with your mother when you're trying to tape these. I'm going to put this in the nicest way I can. (laughs) It is awful. Just be doing so amazingly. Just, I'm speaking so eloquently, so fluently on set. And then my mom says the wrong letter in a sentence. And then we can just start all over. Erica. Erica, I'm trying to see if I'm your scene partner ever again. Good luck. Look, it's her or Amaya. So pick your poison on that one, Erin. I think I definitely picked my mom over mine. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's equally frustrating for me because once you're in the groove, like he's had to memorize sometimes pages worth of dialogue and I'm sitting there filming, I'm trying to hold the camera, I'm trying to read the lines and then I'm the one that messes up and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> now we have to start all over. Yay! I can't even imagine. Uh, I would probably have strangled my mother. So... Um, I mean, he probably would have if he needed, if he didn't need a place to live, but he likes his life and (laughs) living and eating and all of those things. I mean, he is still a teenager, Erica. He's, we're not emancipating him and moving him out. He's not a teenager. However, still 12 in my brain. Aaron, my child just moved out and there's three bedrooms and two baths upstairs if you'd like to come with me if your mother kicks you out. So you come right on over here, honey. So. Don't let Thank you. you. Yes, you're welcome. I <laughs> can't. I can't guarantee that your audition tapes will be any better if I have to help you. They might get worse. <laughs> I will spin the ring light. <laughs> a ring light? Like you have to have that yeah. too? Oh my 
gosh. Yeah. It's a whole setup. We painted downstairs a shade of blue because that's the better, like, background color when you're filming so yeah we've okay. got a whole setup over here so that kind of goes into my next question is like how do you continuously train and learn like and adapt to the changing I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for um I mean you know the the industry changes the things you need to do and the na- things you need to audition for change what kind of training do you do and how do you l- learn that I mean I know a slate is a slate and that's not changed much over the years but do you do any training or did are you just that good you will never believe what I'm about to say to you oh no he has never taken a single acting class ever up seriously (laughs) see he's just that good he's a natural I just like I still remember when you first started sending his photos how much it started blowing up like it was crazy it was. And I just, it's odd to me to see also like the things that he hasn't gotten because people see like the things that he does do, but on as a mom, that's the one managing all the stuff that's going on. Like he gets auditions all the time and there's plenty of stuff that he doesn't get. So then I'll see a commercial for, you know, something that he auditioned for. I'm like, Oh my, like, Oh my God. Oprah asked to see my child. Debbie Allen asked to see my child. Like, no, he didn't get it, but they have seen my child's face and they know his name. That's crazy to me. Well, we had the same agent for a while. I don't know if that's still your agent or not, but we had the same agent for a while. And Brooklyn got to be an extra in a handful of movies, which was really kind of cool. But I remember one time she actually got a request to be to audition for the stranger things to be one of them, one of the sisters or something in the stranger things. And I've never really watched it, but I always thought how, like how cool would have that been had she got that part and would have gotten to be in the stranger things, which I mean, it was a long shot. Brooklyn's never had acting class or whatever, but it was kind of cool. Um, she also got, um, have you ever seen the show? No, well, it's got, um, Anna, Kendrick I think in it the Christmas movie yes um there is a Anna Kendrick I think has like a like the little sister like when she's growing up in the show and of course Brooklyn was a lot younger but Brooklyn got to audition for that role and that would have been cool but they said they picked her because she had a lot of like the same facial features as Anna Kendrick would have looked like when she was younger like you know how they pick stuff like that of course she didn't get that either but like every time I watch that I'm like how cool would that have been had that been Brooklyn that actually got that role but um yeah it is weird some of the things that they audition for that they don't get um oh yeah because we just saw a commercial for the new Percy Jackson movie and Aaron auditioned for multiple roles, including Percy. So we saw the like trailer come out and we're like, oh my God, that could have been you. Dude, that would have been awesome. See, yes. One day we'll be like we'll be like, hey Aaron. He'll be like, who's who is that? He was on my little <laughs> silly podcast. Remember me? He better not I'll whoop his butt. <laughs> tell me, I know that there's another funny story about a stick. So Erica, you'll have to tell us that. But Aaron, what is probably your funniest story of everything that you've done? Mm, the Jack, Jack White Lee. story. <laughs> oh, I think while I know I this filming, one. <laughs> while I was filming the Jack White video, all the actors were sitting at the table. We were just waiting for something to happen i don't remember what it was 
then Jack White himself sits at the table. I didn't notice that it was him. So out of nowhere, I just ask, I thought Jack White was supposed to be here. He looks at me and starts laughing. <laughs> and then I just slowly realize that I just said that to Jack White himself. <laughs> you know, though, he so probably loved it. He probably loved the fact that you were completely oblivious. <laughs> You, you know, had no idea. It would be hard, fantastic. though, to be, like, if you were really starstruck by somebody, like, I could see where that could be extremely intimidating that, to, like, oh, yeah. be able to go in there and, like, perform and act with some of these people if you were horribly intimidated by them. Not in, like, a bad way, you know, but, like, if you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, one of my favorite people in the entire world, and now I'm in here trying to, and I, like, I just know I would probably be tripping all over myself, so... Well, I'm just glad that I didn't realize that Carrie Scoglin, who did the directing for Falcon, was the lady that did the directing for Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> Had I known that, I would have not behaved myself. Like, I would have been unhinged and, like, fangirling all over the Why place. Why do I feel I did like not you, realize it. you would have come in there with one of them red dresses and a red bonnet on? <laughs> Listen here. I'd have been like, ma'am, I am a large fan. Like, I'm so excited to meet you. And, like, She's working with my kid. What? This is insane. It's crazy. I tell people all the time. I'm like, just like random people. I'm like, have you ever seen this Disney show? Do you know I know those people? <laughs> I know that kid. My they're mother. Probably, they're probably like, what the in the world? grocery store. It doesn't matter where she is. She's like, do you watch Marvel? Mama, shut up. That's these what I'm saying. I cannot care. believe the kids at school. I mean, did these kids not watch this show and realize they are sitting in math class right next to you, Aaron? I told them, and I literally have not stopped hearing about it. See? Like, there are kids. From at school? Yes. At high school? No, not high school. But oh. there was one kid who was from Lytton who found out in fifth grade and, like, as soon as he recognized who I was, he immediately started talking about it. Say, And that was also awkward because he got the job when he was in fifth grade. So he had just started middle school at a brand new school. We knew nobody there. And this filmed in September, which means he's been in school for all of like two weeks. So then I had to go to the principal like, hi, hello. I know you don't know me, but need to pull my kid for two weeks and take him to Georgia to film for Marvel. And she was like, wait, what? Please take him. Go. We will figure it out. Take him. Goodbye. What did he do for, like, homework? How did he make his homework and stuff up? I just did the online work and got my grades, except for the STEM lady for some reason. Oh, yeah, that lady was awful. She was. So but he had an on-set tutor. Oh. Well, that's fancy. I don't remember her name, but she was precious. I liked her. So, Erica, tell us about the stick. Girl. <laughs> so, Aaron was a 10-year-old little boy at the time. And honestly, even now at 14, anything that resembles a sword, oh, he is down. <laughs> so, they're on set. They're outside in this, like, it's supposed to look like New Orleans. And, I mean, there's big, beautiful trees, which means there's also big, beautiful sticks so Aaron finds a, it's taller than he is. It is like a staff, a gigantic stick that he has picked up. And he is just happily walking around as a 10-year-old little boy holding his stick. And they're filming. And then somebody from the costume department was like, wait a minute. Not costume, the props department was like, wait, 
we need to take that stick from him because he's had it in all of these shots. So now we have to keep it because if he comes back into the scene and he doesn't have that stick, Marvel people, girl, they notice everything. So if he had shown up in a shot without the stick, they would have been like, oh, that means that this is going to happen and that's going to happen. So they were like, no, we have to have the stick. The stick is now in the prop trailer and Aaron never saw the stick again because it became a prop. That is crazy. But I guess, I mean, if they have to go back and shoot it, I mean, it does make sense because then everything would have to be reshot, right? Yep, because he was missing his stick. So (laughs) they had to take it from him, and he was very sad. (laughs) He was very sad. Do you think they they probably do? It's like in a museum somewhere. I was going to say, I bet they sell these props to, I mean, you know how you go places and there'll be like stuff hanging on the wall? You know that that's where that crap comes from. I wish they'd let him keep it because he was all about that giant stick. One day we'll go into the Cracker Barrel and Aaron's stick will be hanging up in the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I'm just that would kidding. be Probably amazing. Not the cracker barrel. So, Aaron, if anybody wanted to do what you've been doing, what advice would you give them on how to, to get into it and, and to be successful? Don't be intimidated by cameras and project your voice because... I am a very quiet person just outside of set and it took a lot of energy to like speak out loud so that everyone around me could hear me. Do they put microphones on you or are they just microphones on the set everywhere? I think they did put microphones on You were mic'd up. Yep. You had mics on. And I had to be there because, of course, they had to go, like, under his shirt and, like, clip it and stuff. So mom has to be present to make sure that everything is A-OK. Oh, Lord. Well, what is your ultimate goal? Like, what would you say, if I could do anything in acting, what would it be? Just being famous enough to walk out on the street and someone would be like, that's Aaron Haynes. Well, I Just think you'll be famous there. enough where... People would know my name and just taking pictures with me would be like a legendary thing that isn't seen so often. Dude, you've already had like a big party. Your mom had a banner. You had photos to sign. <laughs> I mean, you're on your way. I didn't even get a photo. I need a, I need a signed headshot that I can hang up in my podcast studio that says, to Heather, love Aaron. <laughs> I fully expect to my number one fan. My number one fan. Um, do you have any desire to ever do like any Broadway shows? I guess that's like one thing you haven't really done. I don't know. I don't know if I can do all that dancing. Well, you don't have to necessarily do the dancing, (laughs) but you know, Brooklyn did Beauty and the Beast. That was the first time she did that. She loved it. I mean, it was a lot of work that they, I mean, that goes into that obviously. And it was like a whole new thing. Um, but that was, that's something you'd probably be really good at. I mean, you could get a role where you didn't have to dance. I mean, some of the principals don't really dance. It's mainly the ensembles that, that do all the dancing, but. Tell her what you told me about on stage. What's the difference Hmm? on stage versus on camera? Do you remember what you said? Not really. So I asked him one day if he would be interested in doing like what you're saying, if he wanted to do like school plays and things like that. And he was like, absolutely not. And I was like, 
what do you mean? Why? And he said, it's different when you're on set because it's a closed set usually. So you've only got like a certain amount of eyes and you can see all of those eyes. But when you're on stage, there's tons of people in there and you can't see them. So he was like, that's more intimidating to me that I can't see who all is out there and I can't hear like what they're saying on set. It's closed and everybody's right there in front of me and I can hear it. And I was like, that, that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. I could, I, I can see it. that. Yeah, I can totally see it. However, I could see you cast as like an Aaron Burr in Alexander Hamilton and like, you know, the way he sings. And Are you Aaron Burr, sir? Right. I totally, totally could see you doing that one day you would be fabulous i think at that. that would be amazing wouldn't that wouldn't he be good at that, that though so like i think i love that show i could watch that i remember when it first came out on disney i think i watched it 87 times to the point where brooklyn could hear like the very beginning and she would be like you're watching that again <laughs> but it is fabulous i I think you would do really good. In, and he doesn't dance in that. I mean, he doesn't. I don't recall him dancing, but like, I think you I would be good at that. Mm -mm, I think you would be good at a role like that. So just something to think. And about. Aaron can sing. He just chooses not to. Mm. Mm. Not that I choose not to. It's that uh, I only sing when I'm alone, specifically because I don't want you to hear me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, Eric, I'm going to put you in the hot seat for a minute. What's I'm it ready. feel like when you see him in some, like, what was it like when I, I, I know, I feel like I know what you kind of thought when you opened it up and you saw the Dollar General ad. Cause I feel like everybody went and bought as many of those papers as they could for you. But like <laughs> when you turned on the Disney channel, the day that that came on and you saw him, what does it feel like to see your son in something like that? So the first time that I saw it, we actually did a, um, like a red carpet event for him. So because it happened during COVID, he didn't get that moment to actually go with the, his other co-stars and actually have the big premiere. So I had one for him and I waited so I could see it with everybody else. And so we're standing there like waiting for it to happen. I'm in the back of the room. Everyone else is seated and I see the scene coming up and I'm like, okay, my kid's about to be on the screen. All right, hold it together, mama. No, I didn't. As you know, I am a crier anyway, but just seeing him on that screen representing Captain America's nephew, like, first of all, it's the first black Captain America, which is huge. And now here he is part of history being Captain America's nephew, like you already know, I was back there balling. You want to cry right now? I know you want to cry right Girl, now. Even I always want to cry. <laughs> Every day I want to cry. But just to know that he he did that himself, like there was no, like he didn't do anything special. He went into that audition with no pretenses. Like he wasn't thinking, like, oh, I am this big fancy actor. I'm about to get this marble. Like he literally just did the audition as just this cute little kid. And that's what sold it for them. Like they wanted Aaron. They and that's didn't a want huge what role. He was representing. Yes. Yeah. And when I tell you, we were blown away. And then to see him on that screen and see all of his friends and family clapping for him, like it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. So what's the hardest part about having him? To, is, is there a hard part about any, uh, not just that, but, you know, him going to music videos. Is there any hard part about 
watching him do that or being a parent while he does that? Anything hard about that? Occasionally. So auditions are hard because sometimes they usually come fast and furious. So you might get an audition like at 8 p.m. They're like, we need this by eight in the morning. And you're like, we just got home from karate. Like we've got to do homework and do showers and bath and dinner. And you want me to do an audition? And oh, so that part is definitely hard. Um, We have fortunately not experienced any like bad set kind of stuff. Um, Every set that he's ever been on, everyone has been extremely kind, extremely um, welcoming and warm, especially with him when he was younger. Um, When he did the Jack White video, like he was teeny tiny and they had him getting in this like big giant car and he had to slam the door shut. Well, he was too little to do it. And so the director was kind of looking like, okay, what do we do? Like this kid can't close the door of this big, heavy car. So they got somebody on set to like sneak down on the ground and like shove it closed so that he could look like he was closing the door. But we have been very fortunate to not have any negative experiences. And I have always said, if he doesn't want to do it anymore, we're done. Like this is completely Aaron led. If he says to me today, mom, I don't ever want to act again cool like you've done your couple of things you've had fun that's good for me but whenever he's done with this we're done if he wants to keep going we'll keep going but these are his dreams and I'm just here to support oh I love it I love it how do you how do you stay back sometimes on set though and not give feedback or like I mean because like I can imagine being like fix your hair you know like how do you try not to be mom while you're on stage mama because I've seen the stage mamas. stage mamas. <laughs> Girl. We were born and raised and bred when the kid to be is getting stage paid. mamas. Right. It's different when keep, the kid is getting paid. I can paid, keep my so. mouth shut really easy for some money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And that's one thing. Like, I don't ever want him to not get booked for something because I'm on set acting a fool. Right. So absolutely not. I sit back. If they call for me, then I'll show up and do what I need to do. Like when I said Anthony was like comforting him that day, I wanted so badly to go out there and hug my child. But in that moment, he's working. Like he's not my baby at that point. He is an employee and he's doing his job. So I have to stand back and wait for him to, when they say cut, then he's my baby again. But right now, he is the daughter of the daughter. You're not a daughter. Oh, Aaron, <laughs> you're the daughter. No wonder your mom messes up all your auditions. <laughs> he's the kid of that lady that's on set. He's the nephew of the Falcon. He is not Aaron Haynes at that moment. So I just let him do his thing and I chill in the background until they say, Mom. Then I show up. What advice would you give to parents whose kids want to get involved in stuff like that? Do not pay anyone. If they ask you for money up front, run. So we got, we almost got scammed when he was a baby. Um, Someone saw him in the mall and they were like, oh, your kid's so cute. And I was like, oh my God, my child's a star. Yay. So we go to this like sketchy hotel and I was like, "Mm, this doesn't seem quite right. So we go to the meeting and the guy's like, yes, we would love to have him. It'll just be $300 for you to sign this contract. And I was like, uh, I don't feel like that's right. So I didn't. And thank God, because it was an absolute scam. So with his current agent, 
they only make money if he makes money. The only money that we spend is for headshots. So if anyone is out there asking you for any money, absolutely not. That is a scam. Run. Do not do it. And another piece of advice is just let it be child-led because there's so many parents that want to ride on the kids' coattails and, you know, be famous because of what the kid is doing. Don't do that. Just don't do that to your child. If this is your kid's dream, let your kid do what they want to do. And if they don't want to do it anymore, let them stop. So as long as it's kid-led, kid-focused, and the kid is happy, then everything will work out fine. So here's a funny story. <clears throat> years and years and years ago, little known fact, it's not a little known fact. Um, I just don't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> I used to teach modeling classes and acting classes. And I mean, because I, I grew up doing stuff like my mom always had me doing something whether I did a lot of print work I did a lot of videos did a lot of stuff for CMT of course ended up being in the, doing stuff for the predators and then of course that got me in even more and um over the years when I taught modeling and acting my former employer the agency that I worked for opened another agency which a lot of people that may listen to this podcast may at one time have been part of um and she comes to me and she's like hey I want to book Brooklyn as part of the agency I was like that great I'd love for you to and then she's like but I need to train her and it's going to be you know like $2,100 or whatever and I laughed in her face because I was like <laughs> I used to teach acting <laughs> and modeling for your girls I used to train your girls and now you want me to turn around and pay you to train my girl when I could train her myself and she could know everything yep. and I was like this is a scam and so um as other people that I know started being presented <laughs> to her I tried to warn them that no yep. no 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 and they did not heed my advice but I don't believe they ever got any jobs either, but that's neither here nor there. But same thing. You don't, you know, you might need to have a little bit of training, but if somebody comes in and they're asking you for a chunk of money like that, absolutely not. No way. Um, yep. And then that doesn't even guarantee you jobs. No. Like you're just giving them this money and hoping for the best. Absolutely not. So a good headshot though, I pay a pretty penny for headshots, but yep. it's because I know he's going to make that money back because when they see that picture, they're like, that's the money shot. Yes. Like we are, we want that kid. So that's where you invest your money. Um, if your kid wants to take classes, if they're interested in classes, do the training, but do not let somebody just tell you, Oh, I will make your kid a star. Uh -huh. Or when you see those like Disney channel, like, Oh, we're coming to this sketchy hotel. Make sure you show up to this place and give us all your money and your kid will be a star. You know, no, um, don't go. Have you seen uh, sound of freedom yet by chance? I have not. So that is in the sound of freedom. Um, two kids go missing. And the guy who is kind of the main character of that show, that's how the kids originally went missing in Columbia, is that um, someone who had won a rather famous pageant was the front face of this sex trafficking ring. And she would mm -hmm. tell parents, oh, your child is a wonderful singer. Your child is so cute. They would be great in this and that. 
and come drop them off at this hotel and we're going to sit with them and take headshots of them. And then the parents would come back to pick them up and poof, all the kids were gone. Absolutely <laughs> I mean, it's not. terrifying. Oh my it's God. Ter- First of all, I would never leave my child unattended at anything like that. Um, nope. It, it, but this was in Columbia and I mean, you know, it's always dramatized. So who knows really what, what happened, but I can't imagine dropping my child off, but of course I'm sure they trusted there. This lady is like, she was like the Miss America of Columbia. Um, who wouldn't yep. trust a Miss America or, you know what I'm talking about? Like that, I guess just our yep. society would trust that. So, so I have one more question. This one's for Aaron. Aaron, are you ready? I'm ready. What are you currently playing right now for video games? What's your favorite? Mm, I've got a bunch, but my favorite right now would probably be Cult of the Lamb. What is that? What? <laughs> it's a game about a lamb, and you got <laughs> This is going to be the most weird and watered-down explanation of it, but, like, you're like this little character and you got to start a cult to fight against these other characters who are like the evil of the story. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I, it's a good game. It's have, a good game. I don't like it. I mean, it doesn't You started the cult? No. <laughs> but they're good characters. Well, I didn't mean to open that can of worms, Erin. Hey, have you played that game about about the bread? Have you played where you have to be the bread and you have to stick to stuff? Have you ever played that game? I've heard of it, but I've never played it before. Dude, you have to play it. It gets addicting. Um, I'm not good at it (laughs) at all, but for some reason it's horribly entertaining to watch other people play that game because they get really ticked off but a few weeks ago i got sucked into like these you're gonna laugh at me these like teen slasher sort of um games and like there was one i literally played it all day long brooklyn's like you've been playing the game for like nine hours and i'm like and i can't stop but it was like these kids go to like this um it's like practically like a you're playing out a horror movie um, and you have to make the decision. You know what I'm talking about? Like you have to make the decision and you're trying to survive. Yeah. And oh my God, I got sucked into those and I played those for a couple months. I, I don't oh, know wow. what I got into. I wish I could think, can't think of the name of them because I played two of them that were re- like all the way through. Um, they were really, really fun. But that's what I didn't know if you were still playing Minecraft. I am just not as much as I used to. What about <laughs> Fortnite? I haven't heard of that game in the longest time. What? I didn't even try to play Fortnite. Yes. People still play it. I just haven't touched it. You're too mature. I didn't say that. (laughs) I think I got seventh once, but I'll be honest. I like hide until everybody dies. (laughs) I'm not like actively running around trying to win because I'll die. Um, but that was kind of, I, I remember sending a screenshot to Brooklyn. Of course, she's like, that's nothing. I've gotten first before. But I will tell you, I was so good at it the other day. I got 100. I mean, you know how talented you have to be to be the first person to die in Fortnite? That takes talent. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. 
thank you both for being on the podcast. I know I uh, this was last minute um, because uh, little bud that doesn't live here with me anymore um, is busy, busy, busy. But Aaron, I want to have you back again. Um, and we're going to play some games with Brooklyn, see who uh, uh, who is smarter than a ninth grader or something like that and see if uh, <laughs> Brooklyn can. Be, I'm going to guess you're probably going to win. Um, but I want to thank you both. Um, keep up the good work. Um, I love seeing you in the stuff. I love the joy that it brings your mother. Um, and I just love the energy that your whole family has, of course, you know, we love you, Amaya, and your mom all. And Jeremy. We'll throw Jeremy in there when he smiles. We love Jeremy Don't when he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and your mom and dad. I forgot your mom and dad. Um, we love them, too. Don't so. spill the Cheryl. So keep up the good work. I have no doubt that one day you won't be famous and walk out and have the paparazzi follow you around. I'm just waiting for all the girls to start following you at school. I I, I can't believe. No, thank you. We're we're <laughs> skipping that. We're not doing that. Why? Why? <laughs> no, we're not, Erin. Disregard. Disregard. You just call me. You call me and let me know when all those girls start falling at your feet. All right. I'll make sure. All right. Thanks, everybody. I don't know what our next episode is going to be. Stay tuned. Uh, it's week to week right now. I was When I first started this, y'all did so good. I had planned out. I had like six weeks taped, saved up. Now it's like day before. What are we going to talk about? Who am I going to have on? Let's hurry up and do it. It's 10 o'clock, 1030 almost. But anyway, thank you so much. Have a great one. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, girls, letter R, players, number two. Peace out. Before we end. Do what? Before we end. Yeah. I'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh! <laughs> Do you want to, are you sure you don't want to sing it? Let's sing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> How did she mess that up? I mean, she's a smart kid. How did she mess that up? No idea. I was in the car cracking up listening to it. Erin, you have no idea what I have to deal with. Um, it, it's really boring <laughs> since she moved out. It, I will say it's really boring around here right now, but some of the stuff she said on some of these podcasts, I'm just, I just shake my head. I'm like, dude, your money. Every time you open your mouth, your money. That's all I can say. So not that we get any money for doing this. I don't know why I would even think that. <laughs> I mean, one day you will, it's I mean, you know, but she is, she's freaking hilarious and she doesn't even realize it. She said her friends say, you're, this is really your mom's podcast. You're just the comedic relief. And she said, yeah, I know. But, um, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Anything else, Erin? Anything else you want to roast her on before we go? Not yet, but I'll <laughs> let you know next time. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you again. Have fun. See you later. Bye. Later. So sit down. Listen.